Hey, it's Todd Fox here. Do you want a cash offer for your house? Fair price for your house buys homes no matter the condition of the home or circumstances. Whether you're getting a divorce, need extensive repairs, or behind on your payments, Fair Price for Your House will give you the cash offer within 24 hours of receiving your info and pay you out in as little as seven days. No agents, no commission, no hidden fees, and best of all, no obligation. So now I'm just thinking, what the heck are you waiting for? If you're interested in finding out what your house cash offer is, give them a call now. Get your free no-obligation cash offer. The number is 562-455-7154. Once again, it's 562-455-7154, and tell them Todd Fox sent you. Welcome back to another edition of Bases Loading. I am your host, VT, and I got my boy, Todd motherfucking Fox, with me. What's up, bro? What is up, VT? <laughs> What's going on, man? Not much, man. Just uh, hanging out with you and getting hyped for this show, man. Uh, apparently, because I had a lot of trouble coming up with the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely entertaining. I, we got to do a blooper reel of what just happened because it was it was a it was a mess. Absolutely, but hey, you got it together, man. That's all that matters. <laughs> hey, we we got it. We got it. We're in. We're recording, right? Yeah, we're all recording. Right, we're, we got the recording button on. Man, what's going on? It's been a while since I've been here. Yeah, it has been, man. But unfortunately, things haven't changed. <laughs> We're still doing the same thing. We're still scoring about one run a game. Oh, <laughs> oh I mean, one run's a run. I'm sure the pitching's doing great. Well, I mean, look, that's fallen off a bit. So if you, well, you, technically things have changed a little bit. There we go. I mean, a little change. It might take a long time, but that change is change. That's all we want. The, what this season feels like right now since the losing is if you were to like go to one of those old wells, like in the middle of nowhere where you dip the long bucket down to grab the water, and you just take a quarter and you fling it down there and you just want to see how long it takes for it to hit rock bottom, you know, the bottom of the water. Yeah. We're still waiting. We threw that quarter over a month ago, and we're still waiting for it to hit rock bottom. We, haven't, we haven't hit rock bottom yet? I don't think so. 20 strikeouts oh, the other day, bro. Tw I mean, that was a Kerry Wood performance against us. Oh, man. Who did that? Valdez, right? Yeah, Valdez and a couple other guys. I mean, think about it. There's only 27 outs in a game, and they struck out 20 of our guys. That is rough. <laughs> That's some tough. I mean, they're making Valdez look like a Cy Young up here. Up here. They made they made the fourth and fifth string guys too, or fourth and fifth starters look good too. Yeah, man, I actually saw the game because I have Valdez on my fantasy squad, and I needed him to get a win for for me to win. We got some and, points. Uh, I got some points. He didn't get the win because he got a no decision. Oh, uh, but man, I just I just couldn't believe he was just making guys look just like newborns. They were just swinging at swinging at everything, and it was just insane. I just I don't know how. Guys who just dedicate their lives to swinging a bat were swinging the bat so miserably against Valdez Frambo, and and it was just I just I just did not know I didn't know what to think anymore. I don't know if our team has already called it quits or if they were just legitimately you know overpowered by by this lefty. I mean, what do you think, Todd? I don't I don't necessarily understand what's going on. I I know he's good. He you know, he's beaten us in prior seasons. So I know he's one of those Astros pitchers that we just, you know, if we get lucky against him score some runs, you know, cuz he does this against the Yankees. You know, there's other pitchers that do this too. Um but my thing is 
um, when it's every night, when it's a new pitcher getting, you know, a regular pitcher who would maybe get five to six strikeouts a game, double digiting us in strikeouts, and then a guy who usually gets double digits getting about 15 or 16, there's a problem. Yeah, Valdez got 13 strikeouts. Yeah. Six innings pitch. He only gave up two runs earned. Yeah. Uh, 16 strikeouts? I mean, that's... That's way too much. Yeah, you're talking about in a three-game series, the Angels scored a total of four runs, and they only had eight hits, and they struck out 48 times. That That is a... Uh... That's a pretty good number. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually impressed. <laughs> <laughs> In a bad way. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, yeah. So we haven't hit rock bottom, huh? I don't think so because, again, when it looks like we are, we, we find a new stat. We, we find – and what boggles my mind is people just don't understand. I'll still get people saying on my post games, man, this pitching sucks. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter if they're all Cy Youngs. We're not scoring any runs, so it won't matter. So remember a couple of uh, podcasts ago, I had said, the Angels need to get into a fight. They need to get into something. Yes. And they, they actually did. They got into a fight. You know, it was well, let's big. He- let's hear your thoughts because you weren't able to get in on that. We had some things come up in the last couple of weeks, but we did not get to what VT's thoughts were on the big fight. Yeah, actually, I didn't get a t- uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about that. But yeah, uh, a few weeks before that, Todd and I uh, were doing the pod, and we're, I said, "Hey, the guys, man, they need a fight. Uh, they need to get into a fight. Uh, we need that camaraderie. Camaraderie, yes. <laughs> Stroking here. Um, they they need to fight for each other's. You know, uh, just for everyone. You know, usually when you get into a fight, that brothership builds. You know, you build brothership. You know, from from that, you're in the battlefield. You respect that guy next to you now. You know, the fight happened. Now you're you're thinking, all right, this these guys are just gonna go off now because, you know, you saw uh, Thor. You know, punching people. You saw McKinnon. You saw Walsh, you know, at the bottom of the doggy pile getting his ass beat. You know, you figured, all right, you know. Sandoval. Yeah. And, you know, Tapera over here, you got, you got, uh, what's his name? Tony Two Bags over here slapping people with the left hand. Don Sheedy was tackling Mariners. I mean, geez. Uh, <laughs> service, their manager was on the floor getting his ass beat, too. You're thinking, man, it's a fucking Royal Rumble right there except, now. Except, except the big bitch on the field, Stassi. <laughs> oh, whoa, yeah. Seriously, he literally just stood there while uh, Winker, Wanker, was mm-hmm. walking towards the dugout talking shit to Nevin. Like, I saw that. I'm like, bro, you're supposed to cut him off. Mm-hmm. That's your job. Yep. And he just stood there like, like, I'm not doing anything, whether he was scared or he was like, well, this is not my fight or, or worse – the the brothership is not there. Yeah. The the I'm backing up my teammates is not there, which is even worse. And when I saw that in, in the replays and everything, I'm like, dude, seriously, Stassi, what the heck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're supposed to be the first one there to stop, you know, that hitter from going up to your pitcher or going anywhere else. And, and he was just there, like, like acting like, oh my god, what's going on? And he didn't he didn't react correctly. And for me, I was like, dude, Stassi, we just lost your Angels card right there, man. You should have been the first one to get Winker, not not Rendon. Yeah. And you just totally missed that one for sure. Because when that happens, I think a fight like that would have stayed around home plate or the pitcher's mound. 
Um, but what happened was by him not grabbing Wanker, Winker, Wanker. Uh, going to the dugout, now you have this confined area against the net. Guys could fall a la uh, Bradley, who broke his elbow. Yeah. Uh, you know, but that was more on him Such tripping. Such an unfortunate event. <laughs> I mean, that sucks. I mean, yeah, you want to get into fights, but you don't want your guys to get hurt. You know, now we got Bradley down for a while. Duffy's down, too, because of that. Oh, man. I Back mean, injury. Not even, they can't even win games. They still get their asses beat when it comes to brawls. <sighs> yeah. But, but, yeah, again, a couple of other podcasts ago that you and I were talking, we were talking about Phil Nevin. We were talking about how fiery he is, mm-hmm. how he, he'll he do. I think we literally said he'll call a pitch to hit a, I mean, a, he'll tell a pitcher to to hit the next batter for whatever reason. And, you know, we're praising him from being for being that type of manager. You know, you want to mess with us, we're going to get you. And exactly that happened. The night before, he was telling the Mariners they're over here celebrating. And he's like, oh, we don't forget shit like that. And the next day, he puts in his his uh, opener. Everybody knew what it was about, even though they want to say that it wasn't. He put his mercenary right there so he can hit the the, the batters, you know, Julio Rodriguez and, mm-hmm. and Wanker. Uh, Nevin, he's that dude. And for that alone, a lot of people are saying that's the worst thing to do. In my opinion, I think he should be the manager for the next three years, man. <laughs> we need someone like that. Well, definitely we do need a disciplinarian and a culture change, and maybe that's way of Nevin trying to change things up. I did like for that to happen. I think he picked the wrong guy to do it because also like we're crapping on Stassi right now. I don't know if you saw the, the John Boy video of the breakdown of the fight, but he gets audio from Wance when he walks over to Wanker, yeah. and 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 he's actually apologizing. I'm like, you don't do that, no, bro. dude. You don't do that. You, Even if you threw the ball by mistake, you don't apologize. You own it, and maybe you take a punch at Winker for being in Nevin's face. Yeah, you know, like like I thought that was a total a total mess and a lapse on the on the team. Like you said, this could have been a, a team building experience. To get the guys closer, to get them to be rooting harder, playing better, and I think it kind of backfired. And then for Wentz to tell Winker, I was told to hit you. Oh, that was dude, the worst. that is the worst. Not, God. I mean, that is, I, I don't even know. Like, what, what was the point of him saying that? Like, what is he trying to do? Like, you, you just threw your manager under the bus. You basically just said, oh, I was told to hit you. I just don't understand where that logic comes from. Are you that scared to get your ass beat? Like, to get a couple punches on, on you? Like, I just don't get it. Why would you say that? Just keep it to yourself. You got, like, 30 people keeping you away from Winker. And if Winker was going to get to you, then just throw hands, bro. You're, you're as tall as him. It's not like he's going <clears> to <throat> overpower you. And I think that's the problem I have with it, too, because... If you look at his body language when he actually throws the second one at Winker and hits him, like he just turns around and is like, oh, man, yeah, that, this is going to cause some crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was not interested in the fight or nothing. I think what would have been smarter to do is have someone that would have wanted to do it, like have Patrick Sandoval do it. Like be like, hey, didn't he start the other day? Yeah, but he's going to start today. Knowing <laughs> damn well he's going to plunk somebody, you know? Let me ask you a question. You think Joe Madden would have called that? Hell no. God. Hell no. <laughs> Freaking Joe Madden. He would have been like, nah, bro, you're going to mess the Zen in this courtroom. <laughs> I mean, in this uh, clubhouse. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think he would have done it either. But I'm so glad that Nevin had the balls to actually do that. We we need that fire. We need we need that because the Angels are just too good of. They're just the good guys, 
but they fucking suck too. And you know what sucks about that? You saying that the fact that, you know, it fired people up, but the wrong people like me and you and all the fans that were there, the social media for the angels was going nuts. Yeah. And you thought, man, this is the greatest thing, dude. They're, they're, they're really doing it. You know, they're, they're going to, they're going to they're gonna just launch after this, right? They're just, every, nowhere. The ceiling's the highest we're going to go now. We're shooting for that. We're, we're taking off. And the players responded for all about a day or two. Yeah. And then we went back to normal. Yeah, we just went back to getting fucking 20 strikeouts in the game. <laughs> I know. Like, the fans were pumped. We're like, yeah, this is the best thing. And I, I honestly thought that it would actually work. Um, you know what, though? I do appreciate Ipei and everyone else keeping Otani away from the fight. Oh, yeah. That was so cute how he was just, like, laughing, holding. Uh, I don't know. He was holding someone. <laughs> But um, yeah, dude, I I was actually that day. I had uh, I was taking a nap because I was super tired. I was like, man, fucking Angels, man, they're not they're not gonna win. It's Sunday and whatever, you know. I don't want to watch this game. I'm tired, and I um, I was fall- I, I I fell asleep, and uh, my brother calls me. He's like, Angels got into a fight. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? No way. So uh, I look, I rewind it. I'm like, dude, this is insane. Like they're really throwing punches. I, I couldn't believe it. To be really honest with you, I couldn't believe it. And then one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and it's it's kind of sucky to say this, but where the hell was Trout in all of this, man? <laughs> this whole fight was because of him. Never once did I see him, like, throw a punch or anything. I mean, he only did one cool thing. It's an underrated thing that I saw him doing, and, and it was pulling uh, Justin Upton out of the, yep. uh, out of the, uh, the bunch. <clears throat> And obviously, you know, they they were teammates, and I'm sure they, they became friends and everything. Upton could have got spiked really bad. Yeah. He got him out of there. I would have done the same thing, you know, for, for my teammate. I would have pulled him out, like, get, mm-hmm. get out of there, you know. Mm-hmm. But Trout, uh, nowhere near. He was on the outskirts while Walshy was getting his ass beat in the, uh, you know, in the doggy pile. And, and Walsh didn't care. It seems like Walsh actually has the balls to go out there and fight. Mm. And that, that's why Walshy, aside from Trout and Otani, is my favorite Angels player. And I don't know, man. I just, uh, that fight, I thought it was going to it was gonna produce something, but obviously it hasn't. And it's just unfortunate that it, it's just gone to waste now. And you and I've gone back, and you guys and gals out there listening to the podcast can easily look up the Angels' schedule. Yeah, they've had some blowouts, they've given up some runs and stuff like this, but for the most part, look at how many games. If you look through the schedule, how they've kept their opponents under five runs or at five runs or less. Those are games that they're fifty-fifties that you should win. But when they give up four runs or five runs or even three, they're scoring two. They're scoring only three. And they're not getting the productivity that they need to get. And no matter how many times we've preached it, said it, whatever, they're not doing the fundamental things to win ball games. They're not. Uh, there's just too many holes in this lineup. Six through nine guys can't hit. Uh, then one through five, you're thinking, okay, we got these all stars up there before Rendon went down, even after, and they're still not getting hits. And then you see young guys come up like McKinnon, who's who's actually working because it seems like most of the lineup they're already o two before they step in the box. Yeah, but but guys like McKinnon, guys like Stefanik, uh, you know, lately uh, even Renifo's been putting together better at bats, you know, working pitches. But these are like baby steps in a time where you need everyone to start clicking right now. Like there's there's no like today was game eighty two, bro. Like we're officially in the second half of the season. We're thirty seven and forty five. Yes, we're. I'm pretty sure we're going to be seventeen games out of first place in our division. 
after yes. after because right now the Astros are beating up on the Kansas City Royals, which is a team that they should be beating, right? Um, I I don't know, man. What this this is the long or the 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 widest margin from first place that we've ever been in in a while. Uh, I don't know what to say. I I want to say something, but I know I'm gonna get a backlash for it. <laughs> I know people are going to say, oh, it's not even the All-Star break yet. But when was the last time the Angels came back from a six-game, you know, game back, uh, six games back from first place? When was the last time they ever did that? Uh, It hasn't (laughs) happened. So now 17? I I think right now, you know, you look at the 17-game division, you look at I think there's seven or eight games out of the wild card. Um, When I think – comebacks i don't think of the angels and coming back into races per se only 2002 was them keeping pace with oakland for the wild card other than that if you're thinking about angels and playoff chances it's usually them blowing leads so this is uncharted territory if you're asking this team and this franchise to come back from a deficit now like that what they built yeah we're actually 16.5 but Astros are going to win this game so it's mm-hmm. going to be 17 from first place uh Tuesday today's Tuesday so tomorrow Wednesday we're going to be that far away I honestly to be honest with you if if you're a realist you know we're not going to get first place or uh, in our division now the only thing that we got left is the wild card and on the wild card we're seven and a half back Jeez. so I mean that's a lot even yeah. in 2012 when the Angels had a better team that we have now we were six games back, and we missed it by maybe three. And I personally don't see that happening. I'm a realist, man. I've seen this over and over and over. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I don't see the light, you know, at the end of this tunnel. I just see darkness. Sorry mm-hmm. to be so dark, but I don't see the angels digging themselves out of, the, out of this hole. Not not anytime soon, unless Perry just sacks up a little bit and, and gets himself some pitching and some actual real hitters. Then maybe maybe we'll have a shot at the wild card. But with this team right now, even acquiring Tuki Toussaint, acquiring VR, I still don't see anything really, you know, coming out of this. It's it's it sucks because we started off so good, and and now we're seventeen game back, seventeen games back. I don't see it happening. Do you see it happening, Todd? No, I don't. I was going to ask you since you have that open. What's the run differential for the Angels as of now? Minus fourteen. Minus. Okay, let that sink in for a second. When we were twenty seven and seventeen, I remember looking at the standings. We were a plus forty one. Yes, I was going to say forty. Yes. Yeah, and now we're minus fourteen. Yeah. What a fucking turnaround. We just collapse. Yeah, this is a huge, huge collapse. And I just don't I don't understand. It's the same guys, the same everything. I, I don't know what happened. Did they get tired? The the only thing I can think of is some way, somehow in those forty four games, there was teams that just did not have enough uh scouting reports on us. And then all of a sudden they got the scouting report on how to pitch to every angel and we never adjusted and we're still not adjusting like, like in, in football, in any sport, you know, teams go on runs, basketball, you know, 
at some point you call a timeout and you say, hey, let's switch things up. Let's change this out. Let's make a substitution here. Let's change our approach on what we're trying to do. Let's simplify. Let's let's go a little more into it. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's do something different. And I feel the Angels have not done that. Like, since the league has figured out, okay, uh, Squid can't hit the high fastball out in the outside corner. Let's throw it there. He'll pop up every time. He'll strike out. Brandon, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, Jared Marsh. Walsh. Jared Walsh can't hit a, a fastball or a slider off the outside corner. Brandon Marsh can't hit one at his feet. Uh, just all these things. Stassi will stand there like a statue. Don't worry. Throw it down the middle. You know, <laughs> nobody, they're not changing their, their approaches, bro. They're easy outs, man. Yeah. So this begs the question now, should the Angels start thinking about selling? Oh, absolutely. I, I was one, bro, that you know how you asked me if there's still a chance I was that inner halo honk. I was honking my honk, and I was saying, man, we can come back. But now I don't want to do it. Now I'm thinking, bro, we can get something for Lorenzen. I'd love for him to stay, but he's a he's going to walk or he's going to want a contract. Do we pay him or should we get something back? What are you possibly going to get back for Lorenzen, though? I mean, he's been just shitting the bed. The last couple starts, yeah. But I, I still think you can get something decent for him. I mean, look at what we got in the return for those shitty pitchers we sent out, the Selman and a couple other guys, uh, Heaney even. We got a couple decent players and a couple prospects. So, I mean, maybe something like that can happen again, but, you know, with better returns, especially for a Syndergaard. But I'm talking about big dogs, trading big dogs away. Well, you, oh, shit. You know what I mean. That would take a miracle. So, Todd, you know I've said this um, maybe three or four podcast episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I said if the Angels are not where they should become tread deadline. Mm-hmm. And if they're not going to sign Otani, why not trade him? <sighs> He's definitely easier to trade than Trout. Let's just put it to you that way. I would more than likely trade if I was a GM. I, I know that we gave him a shot. I don't think Otani has been the most vocal one about wanting to win. Mm-hmm. He's probably not going to re-sign with the Angels. I, I'm with you there 100%. So let's not do what... Uh, fucking Colorado Rockies did to Trevor Story and not trade him and then let, let him walk and not get nothing for him, mm-hmm. right? So why not, uh, you know, put him out there and see what you can get? I understand the prospects sometimes don't pan out, but you're already giving up Otani. You need to get some some major league-ready uh, players here. Flip them to the Padres, you know? Go get yourself uh, Mackenzie Gore, uh CJ Abram, Abram, Abrams, uh, uh, what's that other dude? Uh, second baseman, um, I forget his name, <laughs> but he's a second baseman guy. And get yourself Blake Snell while you're at it. So you're starting four for one. Yeah, because Otani's going to not only pitch, but he's also going to hit for you because they got the DH in the uh, National League. Um, yeah, boy, boy, if you put if you put him down there with Darvish and the Re- and Tatis and the rest of those guys. The Padres would be the hottest ticket in California. So you think that if you were the Padres, wouldn't you do that immediately? Yeah, I would do that. I would even, if I were the Padres, I'd say, hey, you want Clevenger back? You know, take him too. You know what I mean? (laughs) I I think the Angels could get a good ransom, and I think the Padres would be, I think that's a great pull by you, um, a great trade partner for him. Like like I said, I love Otani. I'm going to put that out there. I know you do too. But the writing's on the wall, like with him, like you said. And if he wants out, you know, why let him walk for free? And if you wait till next season and you're and you're up against it, teams aren't going to give you what you want. 
So, but if you're able to say, hey, you get Otani for the rest of this year, and you get him next year, he's a starter slash home run leader. I'm I'm more willing to see a team like the Padres be like, okay, here you go. Yeah, I would love to send him off to the Padres and and just take care of the Dodgers, hundred percent. Oh yeah, because that's what Otani would do. Um, you like I said, I, I I keep missing on his name, but it's this dude who just came up. He's a second baseman. I'll look him up right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so you get C.J. Abrams, um, and and you get your, uh, Mackenzie Gore, uh, and throw in Blake Snell just for shits and giggles, right? Uh, that immediately makes the Angels a lot better than you know to have four guys that are actually going to make a. Uh, an impact than just Otani. You know, we've had this stupid fucking formula for the past years of Trout and Otani, the two best players in the world, and yet we can't win. And we still continue to do the same formula of having them with bottom of the barrel guys. Uh, Velasquez, fucking Wade, you know. Now we're going after VR and and we're picking up other dudes like Tuki Toussaint, who, you know, he was good in his own right at some point. But these are cast-offs. Right. Just like Wade <clears throat> and Velasquez were. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that formula, and we're going to continue doing that formula from you know here and expect the change? That's just, that's just stu- stupidity. So we, I know people don't want to think about trading Otani because he's just a u- unicorn. By the way, happy birthday, Otani. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. We're over here talking. Dude, we're going to send you off somewhere where you're going to win. Don't worry. <laughs> If I'm the GM, you're going to go win. Right here, it's not the place right now. Well, let me tell you, VT. Here's the thing. <laughs> you see how these other teams, they have high payrolls? And ours is a high payroll, but it's top-heavy. I would love that payroll to be spread out around the team. Okay, you have one mega superstar like Trout. And if he does stay here, which I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to stay the rest of his career here. But you have a mega star like that you pay him okay but i wouldn't want him to be you know any more than 20 to 30% of the payroll and then the rest could be evenly out now obviously we have another albatross and rendon. rendon we're stuck with him but for the most part you could use that otani 400 million dollar money which he's asking for other places like in filling a second base filling a uh, a gap at uh, in in one of the outfield positions a catcher a catcher is what we fucking need dude. if 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 the Angels sign Otani for that amount of money, the Angels are not going to win anytime soon. They're 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 nope. going to be strapped. They're not going to have money to buy or or get themselves better uh, better players or anything. Uh, it's it's the right thing to do, even though it sucks. Yep. You know, you have to trade him and get people back. You're going to pay him forty a year for the next seven <sighs> to ten. Look, all I'll say this is if they do sign him for that contract with Rendon with Trout. All that money being squared away, already not wanting to go over the cap, already meddling too much with the GMs. Trust me, baseball, as Angel fans have known it since 2016 to 2022, will continue to be that same kind of baseball. Uh, I know. You have to give up quality to get quality back. And and Otani's quality, and you can get quality back if you play your cards right. And I think San Diego is a place because who knows if if we don't, you know, uh, trade him and he just walks, he's probably going to go to the Mets. You know, Steve Cohen up there, he's a billionaire. He's probably going to pay. He's going to go over the luxury tax. He's going to have Otani. You don't think Billy Epler would like to stick it to us? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so imagine that. We're let's just be realistic here. Let's not be halo honks. Let's not you know point fingers and say anything. Let's see can I, can I touch is. your honk? 
Because we, we need to honk it up in here. <laughs> yeah, we just got to be real about it. There's absolutely no way that if Otani, you you got to have a real sit down with him. He's already said he wants to win, mm-hmm. and and it hasn't happened. So now you're gonna waste another year of him. He's gonna want to leave. And now the better thing to do is just talk to him and be like, you know what, dude? We gave you your shot. You know, you pitched. You uh, you hit. Uh, you you um, you know, it was your showcase. Go get your money, but we're gonna trade you because we don't want to stay handcuffed with nothing and be another Colorado Rocky franchise. Jeez. And he should understand that as a business side. I don't want Otani to leave. I don't want to see him in another another uniform. I love that guy, but if it's gonna make my team better, I'd rather have my team go to the playoffs every single year than just have the best player in my in in, in the world with Otani or, or Trout. I'd rather have my team go to the playoffs every single year. That's what I want. Yeah, or at least you know in the mix every year because we can't even get this team in the mix. So, I mean, for us to get in the postseason and be perennial playoff contenders again, like we were in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, would be an amazing feat to get to. I would love to do it with a bunch of no-namers, like you said, a bunch of guys who aren't necessarily hitting 45 homers and 102 RBIs with a 280 average. I'd like a bunch of guys, you know, have a lineup of like four guys with 25 or more or less and and just, uh, you know, 60 to 80 RBIs, but contact guys, getting on with good averages, not not having one two threes, one two threes, or hey, the you see the starter for the uh, Mariners the other day, yeah, he shut down thirteen in a row. Angels, that's happened so many times this season where guys go on runs like you know the Angels will score two runs early, and then they go five innings with a, you know you you're not missing a damn thing if you were to turn the TV off. Right. So that player I was thinking about, I finally looked him up right now. Okay. Uh, Jay Cronenworth. Oh, Cronenworth. Yeah, he's, he's turned into a star. Yeah. So if you can get him, C.J. Abrams. Uh, What's their catching situation like? Because I would like to get a catcher. From the Padres? <laughs> yes. Well, might as well, dude. I mean, that's a, that's a sore spot for this organization. Well, they got Austin Nola as their backup. We probably could scoop up the backup, but they got George Alfaro, Alfaro mm-hmm. as their starter. So that's all they got. Yeah, okay. I was hoping they'd be like the Blue Jays and loaded with catchers. Well, let's go <laughs> Let's go for Texas. They got Jonah Heim. That guy is a beast right Yeah, the now. problem is I mean, they'll, they'll never trade in division. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you remember what Texas did to us a few years ago? So what the Napoli thing? Oh, yeah. They, okay. Yeah. Why did I say what? If I that's the one that hurts me the most. Yeah, that that was the bullshit trade. They knew what they were doing. Like he was never going to play an inning for the the Blue Jays. Man, they just flipped them. They sure did. They sure did. Yeah, dude. So um, I know it sucks to say this as an Angel fan. You have to you have to think about the future and. And if it is that we get better by trading Otani, then that's what we have to do, man. Uh, it's 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 a it's a business at the same time, but mm-hmm. you know you have to you have to win. You have to please your your fans, or else you're gonna have dickheads like me over here just <laughs> constantly talking shit about the fan or uh, about the franchise. It's it's not it's not gonna happen this way. This and and you know, I feel you on that because this was not something new. You know, if this was something that you know the Angels are just you know they're a season removed from the postseason, you'd be like, okay, you guys are being a little too much you know they've only missed the playoffs one year they've only missed the playoffs two years now we're going on eight years man we're going on eight years of not making the postseason so a change needs to be made obviously what they've been doing what they've been building hasn't worked so i understand they went the pitching route you know in the draft that's different you know the pitching is getting better there's no one that can dispute that but the hitting has fallen way off the managing fallen way off 
and just the vibe of the fans, dude. Hey, so uh, can I talk about that one play with uh, uh, Taylor Ward when yeah. he got caught in first base? Let's hear it. Bro, what's going on, man? Taylor Ward gets a hit. Uh, they throw the ball back to Altuve, and Altuve's kind of playing with him and acting like he's going to throw the ball to to first base, but the first baseman's not in first base. Actually, the person behind first base is, is Martin Maldonado, ex-Angel, mm-hmm. and he's throwing the ball. And we got Taylor Ward over here laughing like, oh, yeah, throw it to me, you know, like being a dumbass. And then Altuve actually throws the ball and hits uh, uh, Maldonado right in the glove, and they just get him out. <laughs> they fucking tag him out. Like, what is going on, man? Like, these guys, like, I just don't understand where their heads are at. Well, it's not like the first base coach can say, get back. But uh, he didn't say, get back. Maybe they're not allowed to talk. Maybe they're allowed to only use the intercom thing or whatever the (laughs) thing is, the vibrating thing. Dude, what is up with our first base coach? Why can't he say, get back, get back? Because Martin Maldonado is, like, right there. He's busy not paying attention either, just like all the rest of the coaches. Bro, um, I'm not calling myself like a professional or anything, but when we play ball, when when somebody gets there, we make sure the first base coach is is on top of things. Like, hey, you got the first baseman behind you. Mm-hmm. He's taking a couple steps towards first base. You know, watch yourself. Same thing. Uh, when you're second base, you got the third baseman uh, coach telling you where your the shortstop is behind you, so you know where you're at. And you're looking at the second baseman, looking to your left to make sure that you're good. You know, communication. There's no communication. I just don't <laughs> understand what's going on with these ba- uh, with these coaches. Uh, first base coach, uh, uh, Benji Gill, right? No, they switched him. He's an infield coach now. Uh, it's somebody else now. I think it's Hasselman. Okay. Oh, no, he's, he was mad. It's hard because it wasn't Hasselman coaching. I, I don't even know, dude. There's so, so many moves uh, all the time. Yeah, the, the coaches have been moved around except the two that need to be fired. Well, my question was uh, maybe the first base coach was the one that got uh, uh, suspended, so maybe they had an inter, interim whatever coach that mm-hmm. didn't know how to how to work it. But that when I seen that, I was so like, dude, this is a joke. This is already a running joke. I just don't understand how the Angels are, are so bad at this. And now today, there is a play – in center field with Mike Trout calls for a ball, you know, going to center field. He's, you know, he's the, he's the captain of the outfield. Sorry, I'm fucking, I'm so pissed right now. He's the captain of the outfield. He's mm-hmm. going to call you out whether you're a right fielder or left fielder. If he calls the ball, even if it's in your area, you, you just back him up, mm-hmm. right? You get behind him just in case he drops the ball or anything. Well, the ball is hit to center right, right in the middle, right? Kind of like a gapper. And, and Trout about to catch the ball he called for it and then taylor ward gets right next to him and they drop the ball like they fucking drop the ball it's marlins park bro i'm sure that place is not packed i'm sure taylor ward can hear uh my truck calling for the ball you know mine 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 and and somehow they kind of collided but not really but it was enough for for trout to to drop the ball like i just don't understand what's going on it's constant joke after joke after joke like i don't know what's going on like I don't even know if a team meeting can help anymore. Well, number one, you Did have you to. Did you see that play, by the way? Yeah, I saw it. They, uh, what is it? Uh, Trout was trying to go over there. He had he had the position on it, and then and Trout's pissed. Yeah, and then Ward actually calls him off at the last second. But if you're gonna call him off, you got to make that catch. And I think Ward lost it with Trout's glove being up in the air. And uh, that's just pathetic baseball. This looks like bad news bears. It looks like the what is it called? Major League Baseball. 
um, you know, with uh, or major league, you know. So yeah, it's 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 Willie terrible. Hayes. Yeah, Hayes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this is stuff that shouldn't be happening to a team with that high of a payroll. Number one, and number two, I mean, Mike Trout and Taylor Ward. I mean, they should know better. Yeah, um, and and also with Thor now. He 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 had ninety plus pitches through five innings. Mm-hmm. I I posted on basis loading. That ain't gonna cut it. No. Uh, yeah, you got six strikeouts, I think, or a little bit more than that. I'm not sure, um, but that's not gonna do it, man. You're you're throwing ninety pitches in five innings. You're not even gonna get a quality start by that point. No, you're not. But I think the I think the other people are gonna look at the other side. He only surrendered one run. You know, so. I think, yeah, I think it's just going to be one of those things where you, you know, that's probably the best you're going to get out of him. You're going to get some quality starts where he goes six, seven innings, but you're going to get a clunker, a four or five inning starter and start. So, but my thing is, dude, it's just no matter how much these runs these guys give up, it's just there's no fight in the end. But you know what, though? You're right. That two run, 95 pitches in the fifth inning looks bad. But it looks it would have looked better if the Angels were up five two. Yeah, exactly. It would have been uh, such a, a, a of a bad look. But I mean, I still say Thor is doing his thing. But still, you don't want to see him, you know, at ninety pitches in the fifth inning. You want to see him at ninety pitches in the in the at least seventh inning. You know. Yeah, you don't want him exiting so early. Yeah, but it's just a lot of disappointment at this point, which I'm sure you guys already know about. Uh, I, I I don't know what else to say. I just. All I'm focusing on now is tread deadline, deadline and see who we can get back. It's unfortunate, but it's it's the real truth. That's what I'm looking at now. I'm looking at draft day. I'm looking at tread deadline day and and hoping that, you know, we we get quality. We get some quality back. Yeah, I would like to see a younger, faster team next year, a whole new mentality. Because whatever they went to spring training with this year and whatever they tried to play through the regular season did not work. We started off so good. Mm-hmm. What changed? What what made that sour? I just feel that they never made the adjustments. When the league adjusted, we didn't. And we're still not. Oh, man. It's like they left us behind, bro. At this point, I'm, just, I'm speechless. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go cry right now. I'll be back. Maybe that's how we ended today. <laughs> <laughs> Such a sour note. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, at least uh, we got the All-Star game coming up, so... We'll see our Yay. American League players play. <laughs> maybe maybe Otani will be there. Maybe Taylor Ward will be there. But we know that uh, Trout Trout made it, right? Yeah, he's going to be a backup, actually. Oh, who got the center field or outfield? Uh, they gave it to Judge and somebody else. So, like, he didn't. Uh, he actually yeah. got uh, outvoted. Yeah, so. I mean, for the first time in a while. Maybe they actually paid attention that he's striking out every other bat. So, who knows? Well, if we had fans like the Royals did... Uh, back in 2014, when they got all their team to be mm. all starters or all star starters, you know we could have had Otani and even Fletcher, even though he hasn't played. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny because that's what they did. The uh, Kansas City Royals got their second baseman who never played. He got hurt and he was a starter, but they fixed it. They're like, "Nah, you're not. You're not. Come on." That's I don't know how they stuffed the ballots that good, but they did, dude. <laughs> it's a flyover city, man. If they could do it, we can do it. Absolutely. All right, so. man. You got anything else? Nah, I think I'm just gonna commiserate with the fans here on the post game. That's all I'm gonna do. Yeah, we're just gonna make it short this time. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not really a lot to talk about. It's just 
It's just negative Nancy's at this point, man. Absolutely. All right. Well, hopefully next time we get together, we got we got some positives. Uh, I know that we play. Who do we play next? Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. They're above us by one game. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. This is our shot to take them. <laughs> we got to get them. We got Baltimore. Then we got the Doyers, right? Yeah, I then think? we got the Doyers again. Yeah. Freaking Doyers at Anaheim. Are you going? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'll be there. I'm still debating, bro. I'm afraid to go. I'm going to go. I just want to talk some shit, so we'll see. Where are you sitting? Uh, I'm going to be on third base side. Uh I think it's two something rather than be. Look at you, man. You decided to go to my spot. Yeah. People always talk crap about where I sit, uh, third base side, just because I like seeing the uh, opposing team. Because I never get to see them. I always see the Angels, you know? Yeah, exactly. I like that spot. It's a nice Um, spot. Yeah. All right. Well, it's probably going to be it for this week. Hopefully tomorrow we got Otani. Uh, against I forget who who's pitching for the uh, Marlins. I didn't see who's pitching, but likely they're going to have twelve strikeouts. You think so? Yeah, it's, it's it's inevitable at this moment. Over and under, uh, seven. Over, dude. Over for Come real. On. We'll have, dude. Uh, what's his name? Had uh, six strikeouts in the third inning, dude. But it's it's Sandy Alcantara, dude. That guy's a beast. Well, yeah, he's, he's legit. He's awesome, but still. Oh, they got Taylor Rogers. I think isn't he a lefty? Yes. All right. Well, I guess we got no Walshy. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, but Washi didn't do anything today either. No, he so. didn't. He didn't. He actually made the last out too. So, jeez, man. <sighs> Give me twelve. I still go with twelve. Twelve. <laughs> twelve strikeouts. So twelve strikeouts. We're probably not gonna win. No. So we're not gonna give Otani a. So it's gonna be a. a no, actually, duel? I actually think he makes a mistake and we win two to one. Two one. So two it's gonna to be one. a l- low scoring game. It's, yeah, just like today, it was two to one. It's gonna be two to one again, but just reversed. We'll, We'll get to split. It's amazing that we, this game was two to one, though, man. It's crazy. Yep, yep. I thought that uh, Thor would have gave up a little bit more, but that's good. I mean, and sure, you want to, you want that positive. You, you know what they're talking about? The positive talk, tox, toxic attitude. Toxicity, yeah, yeah. Whatever they're talking about nowadays, and and these new reports that Sam Blum, Sam Blum is talking about. We're being uh, positively toxic right now. <laughs> At least they only scored two runs on us, so that's a start. Guys. A, that's a win. That's, that's a win. Yeah, <laughs> they, they played really good. It's a start. Yep, yep. All right, so. man. We're gonna keep it short and sexy, just like me. Yeah. <laughs> so, anything else that you want to say before we dip? That's it, my man. I'm I'm good. All right. Uh, hey guys, follow us or follow my page on bases loading. Uh, Instagram, follow he Halos in the infield on Instagram. Uh, shoot us a five star. Uh, you know, shoot us a comment. Say that we that we're you know doing something that you like or you we're not doing something you don't like, whichever. And uh, just just you know co- communicate with us. Let us know what's up. Also, uh, yeah, uh, if you have any questions for us to uh, answer for the next podcast, let us know. Uh, I know that I always do get questions, and today I couldn't get to any of them because it was just like off the cuff thing. Uh, but next week, I promise I'll get to those questions. I, I hope they're not ir- ir- irrelevant by next week, but if they are, just shoot me another question, and I, I promise that I'll I'll uh, I'll say it on the next podcast episode. Um, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Sounds All right, good. we're out, baby. Let's go.